How many of you have found yourself in this scenario where you're either on your way to the gym or on your way to pick up the kids, maybe you're on the way to like the latest errand, but you're running about five minutes late and all of a sudden you feel not just hunger, but extreme hanger. You're like, oh crap, I have not eaten in hours and now I'm starving and I have nothing to eat. I found myself in a similar situation the other day. I was driving to work after a back-to-back morning. I mean, it was one of those mornings I got up, I squeezed more into the hours between 4.30 and 9.30 a.m. than I think I ever have between gym, smoothie, shower, get the kids out the door. I recorded a podcast for y'all, got the blog thing updated, sent it to my VA, I had some client calls, notes, menus, emails caught up, like back to back. Then as per usual, I was running about 10 minutes late, so I jump in the car and I'm heading off to the clinic. And on my way to the clinic, I realize I am starving. My stomach is turning. I have had nothing since my smoothie and I worked out this morning, so I'm so hungry. And I start thinking about my food inventory. I have no snack stacks. I have nothing at work. I did not grab my lunch because we're having a work meeting later on, so I knew there was going to be food there, but I didn't have anything to get me from now until my next lunch meeting. And I know I'm not alone in this. I shared this with you guys because I want you to know that When you find yourself in these scenarios, you too are not alone. I mean, I do this for a living and I still find myself hungry, hangry, and without snacks. And so today what I want to do is resolve this for you by sharing my number one snack hack that I too was reminded of just last week when I found myself in this situation. Welcome to the Fuel Her Awesome Show, friend, where we dig into nutrition deeds that are actually helpful and we learn to be nicer to ourselves. I mean, think about it. Those things you say about your body, would you ever say them to your friend? I don't think so. (laughs) I am so glad you are here. I'm Jess, registered dietitian, juggling mama, work, and wife life amidst all the things. I used to spend an insane amount of energy hating on my body and lost in nutrition, but now I have way too much on my plate. I cannot afford to mistreat my body. And because I have a history of struggling with food, I know I have to be careful with how I approach my health goals. This is why I'm so passionate about empowered eating. Sister, in case you haven't heard it today, you are awesome. And I have resources for you beyond this podcast. Check out JessBrownRD.com and take my body confidence workshop totally free. All right, grab a cup of coffee or two (laughs) and let's fuel your awesome with empowered eating. You know what I think is so ironic is that as a mom, I never forget to pack my kids' snacks, but I don't prioritize my own snacks. So like, what is that about? <laughs> I I think it's something that we have to remind ourselves about and we have to put a bit of intentionality into. Otherwise, we find ourselves in this scenario on repeat. And I have this whole motto that, you know, the world needs less hangry people. <laughs> we are going to change the world by curing hanger one person at a time. So when I think about building a snack stack, Before we go into my number one hack, I want to like address this question of what is the purpose of a snack? And we have to get this piece of the empowered eating journey down because it's going to help us with the next step. So what is the purpose of a snack? Friends, the purpose of a snack is to maintain your energy or boost your energy. Your blood sugar curves go through this like up down throughout the day. And one of the goals of the snack is to help keep that blood sugar curve at a very moderate light rolling hill is what I like to say. We want it to go up a little bit after we eat breakfast and then come down, but not so low that we crash. That's why we give it a snack. And then it goes up a little bit and then it comes down. It's this nice, even if you could see me, I'm doing like this little weird shimmy, this rolling hill for our blood sugar. 
So that's going to be one of the goals and objectives of the snack. The second one, which I think a lot of us do, is we use snacks as a way to like treat ourselves throughout the day. Like how many of us find ourselves at work or with the kids, things are crazy, and we want something that makes us feel a little bit better. Usually that snack attack comes around like between 9.30 and 10.30 a.m., or we find it also in the afternoon around 2 or 3 p.m. when we have a natural energy dip. So I think there's kind of two parts going on here. So one, there's the physiological need to keep our blood sugar in an awesome place. And two, there's also just this natural human tendency to want something to like brighten our day. And I like to talk about that here because I think it's natural. I think we're doing it anyways. So we might as well talk about it and learn how to use it for our advantage So that's going to be the main purpose of the snack. Now, when I think about snack obstacles, this is both a combination of what I encounter personally in my day-to-day life, like y'all heard at the beginning of the show, but also what I hear my clients saying. So one of the main problems with snacks is we have limited or no options, and that's because snacks for us are an afterthought. The other problem or obstacle that we tend to find ourselves up against is that we lean too heavy on the treat side. So in other words, because we don't have a lot available, we find ourselves with a blood sugar low. So now we're like biologically craving something that is high sugar and we want to treat ourselves. So it's kind of that like biological emotional storm that sets us up to find something that is quick and easy to access. It tastes delicious, but it may not actually do what the point of a snack is or support the point of a snack, which is to maintain our energy level. So for example, many of us have vending machines in our office or we'll find them at the kid's school. They're very conveniently located every time we are hungry. (laughs) And going to these can be quite the conundrum because when we're hungry, we're walking up there already in a biologically vulnerable state. We walk up to that vending machine and we see the options and there's like some weird options, right? There's like this granola bar that we don't know if it's actually healthy for us or not. It has some claims on there, but you're not quite sure. Then there's something that probably is really great for your blood sugar curve. It would give you energy, but it just looks gross. Like you've never seen that brand before, so you're just not sure. And then there's Snicker bars or fruit snacks or Cheez-Its, things like that, that you know, and that probably look really good. So when you find yourself in this situation, I think most of us are set up to choose the path of least resistance, which again, if we're so hungry from a biological standpoint, the path of least resistance here is going to be the food option that digests the fastest, which is going to be that snicker bar or those fruit snacks. And if we know like bird's eye view though, that's probably not something that's going to boost our energy and keep our energy sustained for the rest of the day. Now, (laughs) then from an emotional standpoint, we've been running around all day and you're sitting there going, which one looks best? Again, we're gonna take the path of least resistance. So I don't share this because I think there's any shame in taking the path of least resistance. Rather, I think it's normal and I wanna just normalize it for all of y'all that when we put ourselves in these situations, we tend to do things that, you know, just in three hours may not be super thankful for, but in the moment it feels really good and we're setting ourselves up to do that. So how do we transform our snacks so that it serves its purpose, which is to, two parts remember, one, maintain or boost our energy and two, give us that little bit of treat that we're looking for. Like, can we accomplish both 
and keep our energy levels high? I absolutely think so. I mean, this is what the empowered eating method is, right? (laughs) It's learning to layer what we value in our goals, our biological biofeedback, and what we know to be true about nutrition science for us. When we layer those three things, one on top of the other, we can set ourselves up to have an incredible snack that serves all those purposes, that checks all those boxes. So how do we do this? Friends, I got to tell you my number one snack hack. So this is something that breaks some of the rules. It might sound a little off, but I'm going to tell you, it is incredible. It keeps my energy high. It allows me to have a balanced snack. So I've got protein and carbohydrate and oftentimes color. Very, very balanced snack. And it tastes delicious. I feel like I'm getting a treat and I feel satisfied after my snack. It checks all the boxes. So here's what I do. When I'm at home at night and we cook something or we go out to eat and I have a delicious whatever, like we went out last night and I got this amazing turkey burger bowl. Usually I'm not a bowl fan when it comes to burgers. I'm like, that's not a burger, (laughs) but this one looks really good. Oh, it was amazing. But the serving size they brought me was massive. I mean, the turkey burger was like two of my hands. And for my biofeedback, I know that that is beyond what my body's capacity is. So I saved about a third of it, maybe a quarter, some of the veggies and grabbed some of my kids rice that he had left over put it in a little box. Guess what my snack is today? A leftover turkey burger over watercress and spinach with a little bit of rice. It's a tiny little portion compared to what I had last night. It is a snack size serving. And before I probably would have just left it at the restaurant and not taken it home. But now I'm double dipping there. I'm enjoying it one night and having it for snack the rest day, the next day. So I say it breaks some of the rules because I think Many of us, when we think of a snack, we think like, okay, I've got to have an apple and a cheese stick, or I have to have like granola and yogurt or a protein bar, which are all great snacks. Believe me, I have all of those in my snack stack in my office now. I did it last week when I told you that story, but I have them now. But this one snack hack is something that is a little bit different. We have a mini meal and I have found this to be so helpful for me because it does check both the boxes. Like it hits the biological needs, right? I get some protein in there. Oftentimes I have some veggies left over from the night before. So I I have that. And then I have a little bit of carbohydrate. So I'm checking all the fuel objectives of a snack and it is incredibly satisfying. I mean, I, I enjoyed it for dinner last night. It was delicious and satisfying. Why not modify the portion into a snack size and have it the next day? It's so convenient. So I've started practicing this quite often. And I got to tell you, it's been a game changer. I feel like I'm getting an extra meal. If you listen to the podcast often, you probably heard my episode on why everyone should eat second breakfast. This is a way to have second breakfast ready. And the best part about it is that it totally saves time. You're not sitting there packing snacks. In fact, all you do is after dinner, you kind of look at some of the leftovers, pack it up in one of your mini cartons, and you are ready for your snack the next day. It's such a great way to check all the boxes. When we're looking to build a snack, there are a few things I really look at when I'm helping people build snacks. 
And that is getting a balance of protein because we have that, that amino acid pool or that protein pool in our body is something that constantly needs to be refed, especially as a female and a female who's aging, which I think that's like 99% of the people who listen to this show. So we need that protein and that can be harder to get from a snack or like standing at the vending machine. I don't think anything in the vending machine gives me that 15 to 25 grams of protein. So that's one angle. The other angle is getting some sort of color, getting some sort of fruit or veggie. And again, because the point of a snack is to maintain our energy. Now I gotta tell you, doing this little leftover hack is something that hits both those boxes. And like I mentioned, it just adds this satisfaction layer. I am all for a cheese stick and an apple, like when it's really hot outside or I'm on the go and I don't have time to heat it up, but there is something different about treating myself at about you know 10 to 11 o'clock a.m. or two o'clock in the afternoon to this mini snack meal. It changes things. So I wanna expand your thinking today and I want you to think kind of outside your typical protein bar. And especially for those of you that are foodies and you just like to eat, which I think is most of us, <laughs> I am one of them. I want you to expand your thinking about a snack. How can you take some of the foods you are already eating for dinner, for lunch, how can you take those and one, conserve some food, but two, like double dip into that and portion it out, portion a serving out for a snack the next day. It is a game changer. So while that is my current number one snack hack, I just wouldn't feel right without adding a few more tips in here for y'all because I want to make sure no one ends today hangry. Everybody ends the day with the tools they need to have power snacks for the rest of the week. So that's number one snack hack. But other things we need to do is build a snack stack in your three top places that you hang out throughout the day. So for most people, this is either their home or their office, their car, and then their purse. <laughs> if you can get at least one snack option in each of these places, you will do yourself some huge, huge favors. Because again, how many of us have found ourselves on the way to something, usually late, and all of a sudden that's when we notice our biofeedback. That's when we feel the hunger. This is what sets us up to take the path of least resistance. If the path of least resistance is the protein bar you already packed or the yogurt that you already put in your fridge at work, guess what, friends? You are changing the game. You are setting yourself up for success. So we have to have a snack stack in each of those places. I have one, well, obviously at my house. I mean, that one's kind of easy. Uh, although <laughs> I say that, but as I said that, I'm like, wait a second, Jess. No, it's not totally easy. We still have to pre, it has to be premeditated, right? We have to think about what kind of snacks we want to have when we're at the grocery store. Most of us make a grocery list where we include like fruits and vegetables and proteins and recipe items to build the recipe we're going to build that week, but we don't have a list of snacks. So adding a category on your grocery list that invites you to think of what snacks you want to include, that's going to be key in getting those snacks in your home. If you do that, then it's easy. <laughs> Had to backtrack there for a second. So in my home, I have snacks as long as I have that pre-planning step done. In my car, I have a little bag where I have snacks for the kids. And again, like I used to do this for the kids all the time. And then it dawned on me one day, why am I not doing this for myself? So I added some bars in there, some trail mix, some things that I would like to eat as well. Funny, the kids usually end up wanting that too. So <laughs> it's, it's a win-win for everybody. But I have that bag in my car in the center console at all times. 
And then at work, I've got a great snack stack at work. If y'all haven't tried a Fairlife protein shake, they are going to change your life. (laughs) They're amazing. These protein drinks are typically about 24 to 30 grams of protein. They come in a variety of different flavors. I did not get paid to say this. Like this is just genuinely something that I love to consume because it gives me such a great energy boost. It checks that protein box with that 30 grams of protein. That's crazy, right? And it also has a little bit of carbohydrate in it to balance my blood sugar. And it tastes delicious. So you better believe that's a path of least resistance for me at work when I'm getting hungry. Are y'all ready to pack some snacks? Like, are you with me? (laughs) It is Monday morning that this episode is dropping. And if you don't have snacks already in these places, guess what? Empowered eating doesn't wait until it's convenient. Like it starts today. We make it happen today. So to recap, number one snack hack is double dip into some of your meals and portion a smaller serving or a snack size serving to have a mini meal as a snack. You check all the bubbles. We break some cultural rules, but it is delicious. Two, number two, is have a snack pack in your top three places of location. And don't forget when you're building those snacks, if we're looking at it from a biofeedback and nutrition science angle, we definitely want to incorporate some sort of protein and some sort of carbohydrate or color to balance that blood sugar. If you do these things, my friend, guess what? (laughs) You will not be one of the hangry people in this world. Next time you're driving down the road and someone cuts you off, you're not going to be as quick to anger because your blood sugar is not low. (laughs) So many of us have less patience because our blood sugar is low. My husband always teases me because no matter what's wrong with anyone, I'm like, I wonder if they're hungry. (laughs) And he's always like, babe, The world can't be cured with food. And I'm like, you know, I beg to differ. I really think it could. So today I'm wishing you all a beautiful, beautiful day that is entirely absent of hunger. (laughs) We have to have all of the patience we need for all the other things, right? We don't have time to be hangry. Y'all have a blessed week. Cheers and happy eating. Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. For more info on how you can become an empowered eater, grab my free workshop on how to become confident in your body without obsessing over food at jessbrownrd.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.